And now, it's time for Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast. Hi there. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm Mike Sweeney. I'm Jesse Gaskell. And we're writers on The Conan Show. And welcome to Inside Conan, where we talk about behind the scenes of Conan. Through the years, through the decades. Yes. What a a storied career. It really is (laughs) historic. And today, we're starting with someone who started on the show in 1998. Yeah. Uh, and worked five years on the show. And he's one of our more famous alums. He I is. Think. John Glazer, J O N, not J O H N. Yes. He wanted us to tell you that. Exactly. Please do not misspell his name. A very funny guy and a very, uh, he always has his own really unique. Really good performer. Great performer and a very unique, uh, uh, his own point of view for comedy. Yeah. That, that is part of everything he does. He, it's unmistakable. Mm-hmm. And we're excited to have him here. Uh, yeah. And I think he's excited to be here. Oh, my if, God. Even if he doesn't sound it. For John, he <laughs> is through the roof excited. Uh, so, yeah. So, we it's a long interview. So, we, we can shut up now. You are going to be quiet. And here's John. Here's John. You want to make sure, you you know, you're, you hit your target. Yeah. No glancing blows. There should be a Ooh. podcast. Maybe I'll just copyright it right now. Called Burning Bridges. Yes. Yeah, right? yeah. You just mm-hmm. go on and you just cut mm-hmm. loose. I and love it. You wonder if the person's going to listen to yes. it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, those exist, it. but you have to run into them accidentally. Right. But to have oh, it I be would in listen one to place, that. That would be very, yeah, yeah. Bridge burners. It might only be a season of it, but that's enough. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. You'd have enough people who are like fuck right. it. Right. And then the uh, spinoff would be Bur- Bridge Burner Apologies. Bridge Builders. <laughs> right, exactly, where they try and yeah. bridge repairers. Where you right. say, I was in a bad place. Right. I, I need to yeah. come clean. Yeah. It's not. And then you get the follow-up. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. No. I was <laughs> right the first again. time. Yeah. It's called doubling down on Bridgeburg. <laughs> and I hope they've been rolling on this. Yeah, yeah, man. No, this is just are. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's introduce he's our smart. guest. He's smart. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. That's when people say the stuff that they that they really mean is at the very beginning. They exactly. That's recording. why we've, we've been recording you since you started making tea outside in the <laughs> room. Great. We're pretty much done. Good. We're so, here, uh, yeah, welcome to the podcast, John Glazer. Thanks. Yes. Hello, John. It's great Hello. to see you again. This is, this is great <laughs> to old, see you as well. Old friend. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, How long nice has it been here. since you two saw each other last? Yeah, well, we had two year a year ago. Hmm. You were Maybe in town. a year ago. And we had dinner. Oh, right. Somewhere. Last, yeah. That was last October. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, like so I that's, you yeah. Since you're then, on right? an uh, annual. Maybe no. Maybe not. No, maybe not. I think that was it. Okay. <laughs> so as you can see, we, you're very good we're friends. both very excited and have a lot to catch up on. It's <laughs> a lot of texting. Not a lot. Yeah. A little bit. Fair amount. A lot of my relate my friendships are just texting now. Yeah. yeah. I think everyone's, yeah, gotten really lazy. Yeah. Very few phone calls. But I'm trying to get back into that, though, just. Yeah. Making real phone calls. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. in the middle of texting and it's just a quick conversation. Do people freak out? What are you doing? Why are you no, doing we'll text me? like let's just get on the phone. What are we mm-hmm. it's no a one, mutual thing? No one answers the phone though. So do you leave I'm I don't even like I don't leave voice messages because I feel it's just You annoying. don't like having evidence. It's a, exactly. But it's also <laughs> annoying. it's just annoying. Yeah. It's just too easy so to So you just hang up. 
So I don't think the phone thing's going to work. <laughs> or maybe just for <laughs> me. No one pit, they see my name and they don't pick up. But Well, you can't do bits anymore. Like you can't, hey, how you doing? Because right. like, you know who's oh, calling, yeah. caller ID, right. text. But you can do right. text bits. Anyway, yes, we do text bits. We don't have, we don't ever have real conversations. Do you guys use uh, gifts in your texts? Mm, no, you, no. How's your gift game? Oh. I try not. You know, Mine's it's terrible. It's fun. <laughs> it's all so dumb, but that's what makes it fun. Yeah. Although I always I talk about like we have, you have a get a plan that has bit minutes. <laughs> right. But everything's unlimited now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Before that, not cricket like, wireless. That's not unlimited. <laughs> oh, it's not. No, I think that's just like. You give them whatever cash is in your pocket and you that, get a few texts. That seems fair. I got my first uh, chain text that I think I've ever gotten. Ugh. It was like, really? send this to 10 people oh, or you'll have as a, text? a bad sex life. Oh, yeah. that's those. a bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was, it was pretty fun I was assuming to get one. Text. I would have thrown my phone right in the garbage right there. Just, <laughs> just a violent. So what'd you do? I I sent it to ten people. All right, good. I don't want a bad love life. No. Oh, oh, well, yeah. I didn't know it was about. I thought it was about becoming rich and making a lot of Mm. money. But love's more important. (laughs) Hello, John. Hi, John. Hi, John. So, Uh, welcome to LA. Yeah. Still live in Brooklyn, New York. Mm -hmm. Oh, very cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah. It's up and coming. (laughs) Here for a little bit. Yeah. Been there a while. How often do you guys do this? Once a week. Oh, I see. That's it. It's uh-huh. turning the tables once a week. Okay. Do we seem like we're better at it than that? I'm just curious. Or does it seem once a year? Maybe. I'm just curious about like podcasts. Everyone's got a podcast. Yes. There's right. So many. There are. There are oh, many. Really, just a lot. the worst. Yeah, and with, this just isn't the even word, our the this, word podcast is the uh, awful. Mm-hmm. It's not. Ugh. Someone didn't think that would catch on. <laughs> yeah, I was like a podcast, and now it's the only term used. Do you guys like doing it? Is it we fun? Do and we it also have fun. we have a true crime podcast. <laughs> we have a whole. That's also the two of related. you. Oh yeah. yeah. That sounds fun. We should do one just about petty crimes in the office. It's and then bridge burners. Low stakes. And then br- bridge burners. Do you want to, uh, you were just saying the bridge burners idea. Well, which, that one's mine. Yeah. Yes. Do you, would you like to burn a bridge right now? Uh, or you want to save it for your podcast? Well, this, could be the pilot. Okay. this could be the yeah. pilot for your show, Bridge Burners. <laughs> well, we'll find out at the end if we burned any bridges. Okay, oh, yeah, maybe that's, that's right. the angle. Like you at the end, right. did we burn any bridges today? Right. Oh, that's good. You go over there. Oh, maybe mm-hmm. we did. Let us, or ask the listeners to let us know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, some fun sound effects. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, have you done a lot of podcasts? I haven't. Yeah. You're, you're just, I have a bad attitude about them. You're probably hard to, to reach. You're a hard man to pin down. Well, I'm in New York, in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they it's, don't have studios there. It's like four million people they won't allow in them. that one borough. Uh, just to let listeners know, John's sipping a tea. What yes. kind of tea is that? It said, it's an Earl Grey, but it said like uh-huh. Earl Grey, is it creme? Oh, boy. Oh. Is that like a creamy? It's mm. yummy. I put some oat milk in it and some uh-huh. honey. Delicious. Welcome nice. to LA. And I've got these uh, I strawberry can tell part granola of minis. Just from what you added out. to your tea. Yeah. I'm sorry. What else do you have? Don't worry about it. Doesn't okay. Matter. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I do worry. So John was a writer on The Conan Show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, among many, many other things. Uh, mm-hmm. But what was the, what years were you there? Early 2000s? April 98 to okay. April 2003. Mm-hmm. Wow. Five okay. years, as I was saying, in the kitchen when yeah. I was getting my teeth. Right. Yeah. Five years almost to the day. Wow. Is that one of the longer jobs that you've had? I think so. Mm-hmm. 
guess, so that you uh, felt the itch at five years and you were ready to move on. I think I uh, felt, you the, felt itch the itch before five years. <laughs> Probably 99. Uh, okay. Yeah. Maybe 2000. <laughs> you were itchy. You were then, <laughs> allergic right away. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say Seasonal. right away. No, I, know. I think maybe a year and a half or so I was like right. feeling the itch. And then I did one of those. I remember hearing that some of the writers had done sabbaticals. I'm like, oh, that sounds nice. Right. <laughs> maybe that's what I need. Right. And I sandwiched one between two weeks off. So yeah. I had a really nice long chunk. And I was like, that was pretty decent. But I don't know. Am I recharged? I can't tell. And then 9-11 happened. Oh, I was yeah. like, oh, I think that's a weird time to just leave a job. Pro, yeah. Oh, yeah. We we always come to 9-11 on this podcast. It comes up a lot. It does come up a lot. It comes up a lot. And uh, I think everyone reevaluated what they were doing after 9-11. Sure. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> was that the Conan O'Brien show? That's right. You had Safe Harbor. Well, I just watched um, a sketch that you did the voice for, John, where you uh, voiced a Bill Clinton puppet, a very bad Clinton puppet. Uh, That was, there was a puppet in the writer's room that, you know, people send in like companies that are trying to sell gag stuff. It's like, send it to a comedy show and maybe fart underwear. Right. Yeah, exactly. So this puppet had been around, I think. A year or so, and it was this cheesy rubber hand puppet of Bill Clinton with his arm around a blonde Too and a brunette. <laughs> yeah. And, and we would just, you know, like at 10 o'clock at night, take a Bill Clinton puppet break. And you, John Glazer, started doing, hey, you, like you were doing a parody. Uh, like of you, a Bill Clinton impression? It was a deliberately bad Bill Clinton impression, like with his catchphrase was just like, Oh, I think like, oh my, or something like, <laughs> hey girls, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, it was like, hey girls, and oh, oh my, oh my. <laughs> and that was the whole, but it Well, was, and the, the reason I brought it up is yeah. because I noticed the date on it was October of 2011. So, or sorry, of 2001. Okay. So it was the month after September 11th. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. And I was- Let's I come just, back, let's come <laughs> back with this. <laughs> That's what I loved about wow. it, was you guys- didn't change your comedy. Oh man! Well, in the post nine eleven era. Oh man! After nine eleven, everyone, no one, everyone, all late night shows went off the air for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And then Letterman came back first, and then everyone came back and gave their nine eleven commentary, and then, but then also it was super, very ginger. Everyone stepped very gingerly mm-hmm. with you know what comedy they would do and. Yeah, uh, I think that's we where were that. Bill Clinton puppet comes in. Uh, well, you know, in a way, I think. Well, was- I remember for me, I, I mean, we can we don't have to go down a nine eleven tangent, but <laughs> right. I guess we did, and we're there. But yeah, sure, because I remember being pretty conflicted. Like, remember when we went back? I'm like, it's been a week. Why are we back here? Right, mm-hmm. and I felt like it was ten days. Like it was longer than it was. It I, I thought I it was I'm a not, week, but maybe it was. Yeah. And I just felt like, why are we here? This just right. seems stupid. Right. And then, do you remember there was an actor, Chris Edwards? We used him as a cop a lot. Yes, real New Yorky guy, mustache. Right. And I think he and a real c- cop. I think we he was a firefighter. Okay. Oh. And he had a cop uniform. He had a cop uniform. <laughs> so that's why we used so, it. Because it would be like at 10 to 2, oh, shoot, we need a cop in 15 minutes. Yeah. We used him a lot, and so he became friendly with a lot right. of people. Right. And I remember he, uh, you know, and he and he was down there at Ground Zero right. helping. Yeah. And, right. You know, he had a bad knee, and just he was there every day, I think, just because I, oh. I think he was a firefighter and right. retired when he hurt his knee and then got into acting. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's so a he classic was, Hollywood story. It's a classic New York. But he was, Civil you know, service story. but he was, you know, great guy. We all right. really loved him and used him a lot. Mm-hmm. And then he came by. They were going to all these funerals, right. all these firefighters. And I remember him and uh, one of his friends. And they came by, and they're in their dress uniforms. They'd been at what was the church near Thirty Rock? Was it St. Patrick's? Uh, St. Patrick's on Fifth Avenue, right? And I remember just those two guys came up, and the whole crew gathered like in the middle of the. I think we had those new offices, maybe. Right. And, they were just telling stories about how they would go down there and they would just be there all day at ground zero, uh, right. digging up bodies. And then they would come back and watch the show just to like have a break. Right. And I know that that made me feel better about going back to work and just, I'm like, all right, so this stupid stuff we're doing yeah. like a Clinton right. puppet serves a purpose and it right. just allows mm-hmm. people to kind of- Think about something else. Yeah, yeah. Especially after that. So that made me, me feel better for sure. Yeah. No, it, it definitely everyone oh, and then oh, remember, speaking of the office after 9/11, it was maybe 3 weeks afterwards. We're all sitting there and my sister called me. I I think you guys we were all in the office together and my sister called. She goes, "Are you in the do you work at the NBC building?" I'm like, "Yes." And she goes, "I I just heard on the radio there's anthrax in your building." Oh my god. And it's like, "What?" And Somehow it leaked to the news before they told us in the building. <gasps> and just then, like, uh, Conan came in and Jeff Ross, the executive producer, came in and said, oh, we're supposed to watch the feed. And it was, I think, Andy Lack, the head of NBC News, is like, there's uh, anthrax on the third floor. Don't worry. It, it's not <laughs> – it's it's the kind that you have to, you know, touch, touch it. To, to get it. So it's not airborne. Don't, so no no panicking if you're not on the third floor. And But if you are on the third floor, yeah, you're, go ahead you're, and you're fucked. Yeah, for but, sure panic. Third <laughs> floor, different story. And a lot of people, it's funny, it's interesting how people reacted to that news. Mm-hmm. Some people literally, without saying anything, left. Uh, other people, you know, were, like we're taking Cipro for a month after that. And other yeah. people are like, yes. It's anthrax. <laughs> yeah, some people yeah. went to the third floor. Yeah. Show yeah. it to me. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Where is it? <laughs> I'm not afraid. Let's see the envelope. What does I it freak. taste like? Yeah. But that was, do you remember that? That was I remember that. That crazy. freaked me out. Yeah. I remember, I'm sure I had like dust on my, I think I had some kind of dust on my keyboard. And I'm like, oh, yeah. oh God, is this it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I was like freaking out. I freaked out. It was out powdered sugar from a donut. Yes. It really freaked me out. Well, I do you remember I buzzed my hair. You shaved your head. Yeah. I had this crazy reaction where I oh. just, because I had no hair for long. I'd like just, no, I had a buzzed head for years. And right. And I finally grew it out. And right. I was really, oh, I've got right. curly, my curly hair again. And I'm right. trying different products. What's going to make it the curliest? And yeah. I was really in this mode of having big curly hair. Yeah. You know, and spending all this time putting shit in it and getting it to look <laughs> oh, just you, you blah, 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 blah. It was pretty gigantic. Yeah. And then just that day, I'm like, I can't wake up tomorrow and give a shit. <laughs> I really had a weird freak out where, yeah. and I, I actually owned a Clippers and Ruth, our writer's assistant lived close to me and I called her and I went over cause we're just watching the, the news and right. I brought my Clippers with me and I went in her bathroom <laughs> and just buzzed it. This was on September 11th. Yes. All right. Extreme reaction. Yeah. yeah. It's dramatic. Your reaction when you saw that news was to Grab your razor. It really was. I really was like, I can't. I can't give a shit about my looks. Yeah, I'm gonna enlist. Who cares? Right, it really man. was. Yeah, it was cuckoo. Yeah. Well, but I was it, actually. I saw Dorf the other night and Kevin Cecilia Dorf, yeah. Pleva. Oh, and yeah, and she we was our casting director on that. the show at the yep. time. 
And he was talking about. And Kevin was a writer. Yeah. Yeah. And he was what? I, we were, I think I was, we were talking about that and I was telling that story or we yeah. were reminiscing about it. And he was read somebody like talking to veterans. Yeah. Like people, yeah. In right. extreme stressful situations, you just have these odd reactions. Yeah, sure. That was mine. And then it was to pick up that Clinton puppet. And then it was, yeah. what, can I, what can I do? And then a nation was healed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we had to talk Conan in, into that a bit because it, there wasn't, like the joke, the joke was, it was bad. Like he hates comedy, or he tends to not enjoy comedy that is making fun bad of purpose. comedy, yeah, and bad on purpose. He's his argument is, oh, well, well do we have to tell him bad. it's bad on purpose? No, well, but, but he can sniff it out. <laughs> right, right. So you know, I think this was an. But you know, like the writers, we were all just crying, and we were crying during. We just loved it, yeah. and, and he did it, and it did. It, I watched the clip again. Yeah, I haven't watched it since today. And it it did it did great. It did great the same way it did it at ten up. o'clock. <laughs> I want to. I haven't. I barely even remember it now. Yeah, yeah. I'm always amazed at it, the things that I don't remember. Like yeah, people, right. that you were in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was in. You're right. Even even just screwing around in the office. Right, but you can did I some, say fucking around? This is yeah, you oh, can yeah. say fucking around. Ooh, whatever the fuck you want. That felt good. Yeah. yeah, we said the c word <laughs> last week. We did. Uh, yeah. But even honestly, like fucking around the office with yeah. that, I vaguely it's kind of starting to come right, back to right. me with that puppet. Yeah, I'm, hey girls, what we got? Right, 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 Jesus yeah. Christ! Oh, wasn't it? Oh man! Yeah, that was. Oh it. yeah. Oh, that was it. Oh, oh man. man! Oh man! And that was that was the whole thing. <laughs> you had two lines. Yeah, he and, wouldn't even. Uh, it's not even a response. Oh man! Yeah, <laughs> Jesus! Uh, oh boy! You could probably do that for voiceover work now. Sure. Yeah, I'll put it on my my voice. <laughs> well, oh, do you man. do you have bits that you did that you do remember yeah. that that are like were your favorite things that you did or? This is what the fans tune into this for. Yeah, right? man. Yeah. You know, we don't Our know what they tune is, in for. Well, yeah, we don't really know, right. but I do think that there are serious Conan fans. Yes. Would imagine, mm-hmm. you know, they like to know. I think they like hearing how sausage comedy yes. sausage is made. Mm-hmm. So they sometimes. were scrolling, they skipped all the blah, 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 and they, <laughs> they've they learned to love 9 11 stories because <laughs> we bludgeon the there's no segway Sam. Oh, that's what I want to segway Sam. I watched an it's, old segway. It's Sam. our, I mean, a lot of podcasts do a long monologue at the top of the show about like what they ate that week, and right? Our version of that is 9 11, exactly. Sure, that's our way, it's and self indulgent, but yeah, we love our, it. And they're like, how are they going to, well, I don't want to say <laughs> dig out of this one. But oof. Oof, sorry. <laughs> uh, Segway Sam. I'm that last one. Oh. Segway Sam was a character you did. Oh, Segway yeah. Segway Sam was a character I Co- did. Conan would, would go, uh, you know, he'd, he'd mention, uh, I don't know, who's on the show the, the next day. And then he'd go, oh, Andy, I, I don't know. I'm supposed to introduce, a, you know, my next guest. I don't know. I just, I'm at a loss for words. I don't know how to switch topics. I can't think of a smooth, right, a smooth transition yeah. to, you know. And Andy go, well, you just, you need a visit. Like from that's s- never stopped him before. Right, right. That's when the audience knew something was afoot. And Andy being like, well, you need a visit from, you know, Segway Sam. And then. It's an offensive Andy. <laughs> no, it's deadly accurate. As a matter of fact, if people are listening, Andy's here in the room and just uh, took over the mic. <laughs> that was Andy Rick. Because you didn't do a Conan. You were just talking as yourself as Conan. How do you do? And God? then switched into an Andy. Yeah. Which was very offensive. <laughs> I don't know how to do a Conan impression. 
Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I I don't I know anyone who does a Conan impression. No, and just Conan. There might be a lack of demand for it, possibly. But <laughs> there's just, you know, I've yet to hear one. Uh, well, I'll apologize to Andy the next time I see. I don't know. I, I think know. you owed Andy one because he he was hard on you when he came on this podcast. Oh yeah, Andy's always abusive. Yeah. To me. <laughs> really? Yeah. In general, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay. So segue, Sam. Yeah, so Segway Sam. back to Segway Sam. You, you were in a, a, like a silky robe and, and on a, a chase lounge, oh. and, and you would have a butler pull you in. Yeah. And you, you would supply, you, you were a very unctuous guy who just <laughs> provided, uh, like someone Smooth would say a segues. word, and you'd, you'd come up with an insane segue. Yeah, and then, yeah, I remember then there was... Then we'll, and then I, they'd wheel me back out. Right. And then they'd get stuck again, and I'd come back and be in like some kind of compromising situation. Oh, right. I right? didn't remember. Maybe, yeah. Uh, that was the twist. Yes. <laughs> you, you'd, you'd be back. Uh, the one I saw, you you came back in. There was, I think it was before we came up with the twist, I guess. Did it at all? You had to advance happen? it. Yeah. Oh, I see. I remember we used to always talk a lot about hating. All those like comedy terms, like the twist. Right. What's to blow? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The, never... the reveal. Ugh. Those are like sitcom. Yeah. I think we read an article where it was claim, uh, explaining all the terms they use mm-hmm. for shorthand in the sitcom writer's room. And yeah. we, we didn't have any of those terms. The twist. The twist. Give it a twist. Mm-hmm. The blow. And then the, the clam. The blow. Clams. clams was a word. Clams to describe things. Spiders. Well, we still use clams. That <laughs> we from that article. Yeah. We, we we what was clams? We adopted clams. Clams are bits that it's like oh that'll get a laugh. A that'll work. Joke. Like back then it was like Al Roker's uh, will you know do a joke about his weight problem. God. Larry. It was a different old. world back then. Yeah. Where you could it's like. <sighs> Too many, too many of those for me. I know. A lot of just bad, yeah. fat jokes, gay jokes, just mm-hmm. the guns, the worst. Uh, but oh, when you say guns, shitty punchlines, bad mm. jokes, all the like celebrity stuff. I hated that. Yeah. That was back then. <clears throat> it, we'd do it like, well, at least once a week, there'd be. It was almost like filler stuff. Like, oh yeah, it was uh, um, yeah. children's drawings was a recurring bit. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> that's the one I know you hated the most. Yeah, and worst. and they, they what got, you guys didn't? I think on my last day, right? Maybe it was intentional. They did, or maybe just SAT analogies. Oh, ended up being on my last oh, day. I was like, fuck these, man. <laughs> blankety that blank, and like- then a funny rhyme. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> What the fuck, man? That sounds like a, a joke suggestion of a desk piece. SAT now. Yeah. Oh, man. We did. Well, it I just started writing Gary Busey teeth jokes. Yeah. Right. That was my response. Gary to Busey had two big yeah. front choppers. I just couldn't do them. I would yeah. literally. I remember talking to. Oh, what's his name? He was a writer before me, monologue guy, Tom, Tom Agna. Tom Agna. Who's also oh, a stand-up Agnes. comic. And yeah. he was, you know, he's like, hey, and this is right when I started. He's right. like, hi, and I think he he was not there anymore. He's like, so how do you like, how do you like it? I'm like, it's great. I love it. I hate all the celebrity right. driven stuff. He's like, right. yeah, that's like trying to just go take a shit when you don't have to. 
Yes. That's, like, that's the perfect description. You're sitting on the toilet trying to push out some just piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, because you know you're going to be on a long bus ride. And you ride. can't. But it's not even though it's just, I have to, I have to go do this and I just can't. Like, right. I can't think of just these shitty, like, just like oh, the worst jokes. And we, oh, it just and it would so be so mad we would do those. It would be, a lot of times it would be after dinner and it'd be like that. That's what we're doing the next day. Yeah. And just sit at my computer. I'm like, this. I can't do these. I don't want right. to. Well, and you know, so it's hard because just... you know the easy joke that's going to probably get a laugh. And, but you, you also know better than doing that. So of you course. are right. torn. Right. But I, t- but I had fun doing all the Gary Busey, just like trying to, and I remember there was some kind of board, like a fan comment board at the time in the early days of right. the internet and all that. And yeah. Stack Brian Stack found something where he's like, some writer was, or someone wrote a comment like, you know, yeah, they're making fun of, I guess Gary Busey has big teeth, or so the writers think. Like <laughs> it was some kind of thing where they clearly, I don't think, right, enjoyed it or whatever. Yeah. That really made me laugh. But I still like, and some of those got on, I think. Some of those yeah. actually made, I think it, they did. made it in I think Gary they did. Busey's teeth. Well, oh, yeah, we Jesus. like we sort of manufacture our own clams that were then <sighs> maybe only yes. funny to us. Like, we went through a period where it was all Wilford Brimley. Right. People thinking he was dead and he's not dead. But it's like, does, is anyone thinking about him? No. I don't <laughs> But you're going to make them think one. about yeah. it. And then keep... T- and I think that also bled over from the monologue, which was very news and celebrity driven. So jokes that would work in the monologue, then it was like, Ooh. oh, well, we can... You can, you know, go with that premise in other bits. Yeah. But there was like when I started working there, the gap between like the shitty stuff and the awesome stuff was so wide. Right. <laughs> and then just, you know, over the years, it slowly started right. to even out. And it was the never- awesome stuff has gone down to meet the shitty stuff is what you're saying. I wouldn't say the awesome stuff went down as much as the shitty stuff came up because there was still plenty of fun. Like even when I quit, it was still like a great job. There was so much fun stuff, but it was just, it was starting to run neck and neck and it was never going to go the other way, but it was always going to hover there where I just thought, I know I have to leave before I have children and I just feel (laughs) stuck here with this really Were you married yet? No. No. No, although my wife, my now wife, then girlfriend, we moved in together the same week I quit. Oh, Oh, wow. That's massive stress. That is a lot of change all at once. Yeah. That's when I would have shaved my head. (laughs) But was she, did you have a job you were going to? (laughs) What's that? No. So she moved in with you with no job prospects. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I had been socking, I'm like, I'm putting money away. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, or you, trying to. So you didn't. You really didn't know what your next exact step was at the time. No, that's. I just, I just knew I had to leave. You had to go. Well, no, had, I did not have a job, but I knew, and I'd been. You know, we were joking right. about it, but I really knew I was. I did want to eventually go right. do other things, mm-hmm. and I right. wanted to get back into acting and do more performing, mm-hmm. and that yeah. was always kind of a motivating factor as well. Right. It was still hard to leave. I mean, like you know, there's always times when you know something's the right decision. It doesn't right. make it easier. Yeah. Right. No. And I was just a sobbing that day. And oh, so oh, you sad. were. Oh Aww. my God. Yeah. Because you had a running in. joke with me about leaving. You were just. Oh yeah. I had. I, how long ago did I give you? I had a running joke with with Mike where I how I gave him an envelope. Right. And I just said, one day, this is my resignation letter. Uh, right. One day I'm going to come in here and I'm going to say, pull it out. Open it. Yeah. And, you, there, and it was, you put it in my top left drawer. <laughs> so a lot, like a, on nights where you're writing children's drawings, you'd 
you'd be falling off the couch and I'd make eye contact with you and you would just point, point at the drawer. His, you'd point at the drawer. Like, <laughs> no, I thought uh, it was things where I, there'd be days where I would walk in and right. you'd say, is this it? Right, 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 right. And then that went on for a while. Yes. And then when I actually Couple came in and you're like, and you're like, is this it? I'm like, yeah. And you, and he didn't like, believe you. Really? Yeah. And then it was real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But how it was at least a year, maybe two. That yes, that, it's that a very long running. Sat in that. It's, like, it's a fun running bit. Yeah, about it is quitting. Really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just the threat. Burning bridges. And then, so when did Delocated happen? That was based on a character you did on Late Night. Yeah, it was. Pretty. It was very similar, and and I'd been doing that character. I did that character, like that was in my submission packet. Oh, oh wow! That character, and it was. Uh, I always oh, really you had loved, a good packet. Oh, yeah. it was real wow. good. Real, real good. It was good. rock solid. I don't remember what else was in there. If there, if there was any stuff that I actually did on the show, mm-hmm. right? But that character is it that was, was in the pa- in this my submission because I had been doing it. I was actually living here in L.A. Okay, when I got hired at Conan. Because mm-hmm. I was here for. Were you acting here? What were you? Were you I was. I, I was here for. I had two writing jobs. It was after I worked on Dana Carvey show. Yeah. And then I had two jobs here. Um, not the greatest jobs, but they were both fun. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, burn bridges, burn bridges. Yeah. I mean, I've talked about it before, <laughs> but one was the Keenan Ivory Wayans talk show. That was the second one. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But I had left that show months prior to getting hired at Conan. Uh-huh. And then this Jenny McCarthy had a sketch show on MTV. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. And, you know, listen, it wasn't it wasn't the best and it wasn't the worst. We did a lot right. of funny stuff, right. a lot of terrible shit, but it right. was a really fun job. Great people. Like Will Forte was a writer on that. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's where I met John Benjamin and there mm-hmm. was some other very funny- Oh, John writers. Benjamin worked on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was great. It was a fun time. There was just a fun group of people. Yeah. And Keenan the, is where I met Vernon Chapman- it was great. PFR is a brilliantly yeah. funny guy. Really funny. And um, so is Benjamin. Yeah. But I mean, look, I mean, anytime I talk about that, it's always the lesson is you never know who you're going to work with at these yeah. jobs. Right, right, right. And, you know, Vernon is part of PFR. Nice and I, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, or, or just, you know, <laughs> for sure be nice to people. But also, if you're kind of on the fence about a job and you're young and starting off, just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you really feel that yeah. against it, don't do it. But you'll, more often than not, meet really cool people that you'll either work with down the road or right. they can yeah. hire you down the road. Right. And, you know, it might not be the best show, but it could be a really fun writing staff mm-hmm. and the job, the day-to-day is just fun and just money and health insurance yep. and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. And so there's always benefits. I tell people just don't say no to anything, Yeah, basically. I, it usually That's... outweighs the negatives, <laughs> yeah. even from an experience standpoint. I agree mm-hmm. with that. That's so, like the number one advice. I always... People think there's an exact route to take, and it's yeah. like it's you exactly what you guys what are saying. Is. Yeah. So don't say no to things. Get out of your mm-hmm. house, and yeah. and yeah, and meet people. It's and- meeting people. It's amazing. You know, down the the road, just you'll get something because a friend of yours will hear oh, something yeah. and recommend will reach you out from nowhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and and it's. The kind of thing you you don't plan going into it. Like I'm gonna, you, you know, right. I always laugh at people. Who go, I'm here to network, which is always seems oh ridiculous. God. But genuinely making friends and early on, it it just kind of 
Well, and those are the people that, at your early jobs that you're going to kind of come up with. And then right. it'll be cool to watch what everybody does. Right. And at some point, you'll look around and say, hey, these are all successful people now. Yeah. This is really cool. Yeah. It's very cool. And even, you know, with Vernon and, you know, his group with John Lee and Allison Levy, that's the PFFR people. Right. Like, I hired, when I did Delocated, yeah. it's a good, speaking of smooth segues. Nice segue. <laughs> Sam is alive and well <laughs> in this room. But I ended up needing to hire a production company and they had just started to do that and uh -huh. it was a perfect fit. And, you know, they've done, they did all the shows that I've made. Wow. Oh, great. They were the production company. Right. And me and John and Vernon, we did the bulk of the writing right. together on all the shows. We oh, hired, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. We ended up hiring writers, uh, outside writers to help with the scripts just for a time standpoint. Right. And, um, but we, the three of us, did the bulk of the outlines and right. we would hand those outlines right. off. We never had writer's rooms. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, mostly because the budgets were pretty small, but we right. just worked well, the three of us, and cranked it out. And So it's like, let's get together again. Mm -hmm. and, and you're talking about the delocated and then um, Neon Joe. Neon and, Joe. And then you're talking and about John Glazer loves gear. Oh, yeah. so you guys worked oh, on all great. three of those together. Yeah, they that's produced great. all three shows and we wrote them all. The, the, like the came mm -hmm. up with all the bulk yeah. of the outlines, uh -huh. and then we had writers like Kevin Dorf wrote some scripts, right. Joe Mandy, mm -hmm. uh, and Kevin was uh, in. Kevin was in delocated. He was here. So what you were asking about before? Yeah. So yeah. I had done like the delocated a version. I did the. Can you just explain the? Yes, it's a character for Conan in the thing I had done before I got hired, and I'd done it at a live show. This character and put it in my submission packet. Mm -hmm. It was an impressionist who's in the witness protection program and he still considers himself a real talent and wants to put himself out there, <laughs> but doesn't want to get killed. So he puts a ski mask on to keep his anonymity intact and speaks with a voice modulator in that low kind of garbled <laughs> right. voice. So you can't. And then the, the joke, the stupid joke is that all his impressions just sound like right. this. Same. And yeah. he's got like, and they're all But really he has all the comedy pattern. Like just shitty, the hackiest right. impressions, right. the mm -hmm. worst jokes. Right. But they're all, and he's, but he's hyper confident. Right. Which is always something that I think Conan and I shared that love of like the hyper right, right, right. terrible boo. Yeah, super job. snug, yes. but just the <laughs> yes. worst comedy. Right, right, right. And just makes him even a bigger asshole. Yes. So I ended up doing that mm -hmm. on the show a few times. Uh, and it was always the impressionist, and his name was Kim in right. quotes, which I just wanted like, so you don't know is, is he a man? Is he right. a woman? Even though it's obvious. What's his ethnicity? Yeah. And then after, after I left the show, I still just really wanted to do something with that character mm -hmm. and came up with the idea of Delocated. Right. And um, got lucky to do it. That was so great. That was an adult So swim. did you, I, I mean, just to kind of unpack the process, did you then take it as a pitch to places? Did you like put it on film and take I it ended around? Up, yeah, I, I ended up first pitching it. I think I was out here for something and I pitched it to Comedy Central first mm -hmm. and they passed. Ugh. Someone there got fired for that decision. Yeah. And then... Um, Is that even a network anymore? <laughs> and then I pitched it to Adult Swim, and I ended up making a demo. Like, I just took it upon myself. And even with when I pitched it to Comedy Central, I did a, like, a live version of the character. They were all waiting in a conference room oh, when wow. I came in. Because to me, it's just it's better to actually hear it. Yeah, and see it because you know it's, yes. if you're just writing, and he wears a ski mask and he talks like this, right. you just don't get a sense of that. And so I did a live pitch, sort of, and then after you know, 
and seen and took the mask off mm-hmm. and right. chit-chatted about right. it. Right. It's then, tough when you do an in-character pitch, like, do uh, I have to yeah. keep the ski mask on the whole time? I would have, like, if it that's didn't go well. That's what I should have done. I would keep that mask on and be like, all right, thank you. And then just wear it home in my right, car. Right, exactly. <laughs> you are, I, I, you're a fearless performer. I, I don't know a lot of people who don't get self-conscious, but you seem to me to just be always fearless performer. I, is, is that, does that feel oh, accurate? Yeah. Do you feel I, that way? I guess I do. Yeah. I try not to worry about it too much. And I wasn't always mm-hmm. that way. That just comes with experience and oh, that's confidence and yeah. getting, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. getting mm-hmm. jobs and feeling right. like, oh, this works and um, doing shows and just feeling like, oh, people, this is. Right. And so. Yeah, and you're so great at playing characters that are just. Like you were just saying, just overly confident. Yeah. And oh man, it's the best. It's yeah. So fun. <laughs> it's so much fun. I know. It's it's like it's, it's fun so in your dick. wheelhouse. Right. 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 Do you like? Does audience feedback affect you? Like, if something's not doing as well as you thought, does that get in your head, or do you are do you just plow through it until you win them over? I think more often than not, it doesn't. And again, it wasn't always that way. I remember when I was first starting off, even yeah. in college, and I was trying stand-up, and right. if it didn't go well, it would really just be, it, I'd be so hard on myself, and I'd have a really tough time. And now I just don't even worry about it, because it's just, you just try, I just try things. Right. And if I like it, I'll just keep, maybe either keep doing it, or if it's not working, I'll just not do it right. anymore. Um I mean, more often than not, it goes well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, who are you talking to? Right. No, but it's it's uh, it definitely came over time, and mm-hmm. um, and you know, I, you, oh, sorry, go, no, ahead. go ahead. No, I you just mentioned something. I don't want to detour too much from talking about the show Delocated, but you, I, I a lot of writers, former writers on this show on the old Conan show were stand-ups, mm-hmm. but you didn't really. You came more from the improv background, right? Yeah, I, I did a little bit in right. Chicago, and I did a little in college. Of what? Of stand-up. Okay. Mm. You know, I was a semi-finalist in the Certs uh, Doritos comedy the, competition. Whoa! Hosted by Bobby <laughs> Collins! <laughs> One of those things, right. man. It was like, it was right. like down at spring break, and just, oh. oh, God, thinking about that old stand just so bad. Right. So bad. But I did, like, I went down to Daytona Beach. It was me, oh my God. Margaret Cho. Ah. And then these guys like Red Johnny and the Round Guy. Oh, Do you know those guys? I, I've heard of that. Yeah. Yes, Red Johnny and the Round they Guy. They were really funny, super yeah. nice guys. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the guys does like a lot of voices. Now, oh, like yeah, I don't know. Anyway, but so I kind of thought, oh, I guess maybe I'll try this. But right. more, I was interested more in improv and uh-huh. did that in Chicago. And right. That was more my background. I still do live shows, but it's yeah. not traditional stand-up. I don't do clubs. It's more right. conceptual and more bits. I don't know if that's right. even a word people it, outside of comedy are familiar more, with. More like character. Well, they say driven. skits. Yeah. I hate the word <laughs> skit. Know. I even hate saying characters. Like right. Just, yeah. ugh, I hate yeah. that. I, know I do mean. characters. Like yeah. even I tell when stories. I did, right. When I did the, the Kim the the Kim character on D- Conan, I yeah. remember that was part of it. Like, let me introduce you to my character. Right, right, right. Ugh, right. It's just so yeah, gross. It's gross. <laughs> but that but, gave you a way to do it and that is essentially connected to it you know like yeah and it is essentially what it is like i am doing this thing in la and it's this live special idea i had and it's all these old what i call just conceptual bits they're essentially characters i just hate saying characters Mm -hmm. it's it's not precious it's not about the impression right it's more about the concept right i'm not like changing my voice unless unless there's a joke attached to it are there wigs involved 
One character has a wig. Oh, you made him wince. One character has a wig. It's like a shitty wig, and uh, there's costumes. I love wigs. I'm. I that's a selling great. point for me. Yeah, wigs are fun. So you're fine with the word bits. Sure. All right. Cool. Bits is <laughs> to a point. This, this Listen to a point. Like yeah, I yeah, love. Yeah. Improv is my background. Right, right. I love it. I love doing it, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily love talking about it. Like, right. yeah. there were some writers that like yeah. that would come in and start uh, chit chatting improv. The game and I'm like, here? get uh, out! I yeah. just, Fucking get out! Uh, Go talk about that somewhere else, please. I, Old I agree. And like, remember last week at the Herald? I'm like, oh uh, my god, uh, Jesus Christ! It's like. Hanging and out I with love ski it. bums, Holy talking about shit, the, you know, the slopes that went down the day before. Oh, I comedians would do the same thing oh where I, I used to think like, am I supposed to be only talking about comedy all the time? Because mm-hmm. I'm interested in other things. I felt bad when I was at the Keenan show. And it was me and some of the more like sketchy writers had right. an office, and then some of the stand-ups right. had another off had their own office. Right. And some of these guys were just nice guys, but just really bad. You know, they kind of those like clean. They, they the guy, they, you know, they had this comic voice. They always talked in some right. of these guys, <laughs> right, right, right. and always coming into our office like, "Hey, what do you think about this thing?" And like just telling jokes. You know and what I was, was thinking just, about? Yeah. They just like forced it's like a, a premise. being on in a forced way all the time, and yeah. even like I'd be on the phone, and someone would come in, and I would literally just like gesture to my phone, like right. I'm on the phone, right? And I put a sign, and it was just one or two guys that always did it, and I put a <laughs> sign on our door that just said, "If you're coming in with a joke to tell, stay out." <laughs> And I felt really bad. And one of the guys actually came in like a couple weeks later. He's like, "Hey, man, you know, I get it." And he like points at the sign, and I had to play dumb. Like, no, no, it's for everybody. Everybody does it. And right. oh, and I felt so bad. But God damn, it was so annoying. Usually, those people don't even know it's directed at them. Yeah, that's true. Oh, he did. I felt terrible. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, you didn't feel oh. that bad. I did. <laughs> Come on, I did. It was a bit. It was an office hey, bit. It's a bit. Hey, it's a bit. Office bit. Oh my god. Uh, so delocated. You- with this small shop, I guess you probably, like, did you direct them and edit them, the episodes, or? I directed the pilot just because yeah. I, I knew what I wanted to do, yeah. and, but I didn't want to do I'm not really, I don't have a okay. lot of experience doing that. All right. But, uh, I mean, hire a good DP that really right. knows what they're doing. Yeah, and yeah. Right. That's what on all that directors person. do. Yeah, I mean, you. That's and, what Scorsese does. And that's what you should do. I mean, the <laughs> DP is, they do so much. Yeah. So I, but I did not want to direct the series. Uh, That's just too okay. much work. And if you're in it, I don't know. It seems like I never, it's hard to direct yourself. Yeah. I never, That's I'm weird. always, that is the most impressive thing to me. I know. People who are starring in something and directing it. I, oh, I hate it. How? Like, give me a break. I know. I don't, I think I it's obnoxious. It seems All due respect. I guess this is a potential bridge burner, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck know. anyone who directs himself. Right, Fuck right. you, you're so good. Woody, yeah, well, fucking Allen. <laughs> well, my favorite uh, version of that was Ben Affleck directing Argo. And there's that shot where he's oh, like getting shirtless, shirtless right, and right, you see right. the six pack and it's like, right. you, yeah. you directed that. I hate. Like, yeah. That was oh, all his. So you lit, that was you all his deep. You lit that. You wanted the abs to be the lit. The angle was just, perfect. Oh, man. Yeah. 90 takes. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff's kind of, yeah. 
Yeah, but you're in a movie uh, now, Hustlers. Yes. Oh my Thank God. You. Which I I, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm dying compliment? to see it. You just said I'm in it. No, I no, don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> hey, you're no, in Hustlers. That's a huge yeah. movie. Thank you. Thank I you. usually <laughs> run out to see every J Lo vehicle, but I haven't seen this one yet. But that's it, a huge I movie. S- yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Wait, really? Was, yeah. Oh wow. Well, I want to. I just haven't yeah. seen it yet. Right. That was something that I just because it was in New York and right. There was a couple things. I guess I think I had an opportunity to also audition for one of the wall street guys. But the thing I did, it was a much smaller part, but way more fun. Cause I could just eat a sandwich and be a dick. Oh, okay. <laughs> really I, fun. I didn't know. Yeah. Classic glazer wheelhouse sandwich. Did you get to see some picked. butts? No, oh. my scene was in a old Navy. Okay. Oh, <laughs> but I didn't even, yeah, well, there were no butts even when I was there, but it was, it was, were a you super, acting opposite any of the, um, me and J-Lo. Stars. Really? Is it you and J-Lo? Yeah. Wow. I'm trying to get J-Glay to trend uh-huh. on social media. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't checked. <laughs> I'm not on Twitter, so I have no idea. I'd love if you ended up with her. <laughs> if I ended up with her? Yeah. Like in life? Yeah, like J-Glay. Yeah. You're the one who brought That's up J-Glay, and now- Well, not like I as a romantic thing, but I guess that would be- yeah, well, so if my marriage falls apart because me and Jennifer Lopez yeah. end up together. I, I, well, whatever I think you your path wife you would need understand. to take to get there. Yeah. Don't you think that that's one of those outstanding, extenuating circumstances where you're like, it's fine. You should pursue this. All right, fine. Yeah. yeah. Fine, Just Jay. for the stories. And then you can come back. Yeah, fine, exactly. Jay Glay. Right. <laughs> well, that's great. I mean, do you. It was like, really how fun is, to do. How yeah. is doing a movie versus, you know, working on a TV show? It just depends. Better budget. Depends on the project. Yeah. I mean, I've been lucky to do, I haven't done a lot of movies, but right. they've all been pretty fun. Yeah. In all really small parts, but. Right. Uh, do you like, have to go audition for those or how do those come up at this point? Same thing. There's been stuff that's been offered and like mm-hmm. the Hustlers thing I auditioned for. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just depends if you know the person and they right. want to put you in yeah. it or whatever. And and so you auditioned and then it, were there callbacks for that that part? Like, how does that work? I think that when I just auditioned and got it. They they're like, okay. He's, yeah. He yeah. He's Did you bring a sandwich into dick. the audition? <laughs> no, I, I used my improv mask. skills. Yeah. <laughs> I put my improv skills to the to the test. Oh, you did yeah. space work. Yeah. Yeah. Object work. Okay. Object work. <laughs> yeah, I think I faked a sandwich. Nice. Maybe I brought one, I can't remember. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. That would but be it a- was fun. It was great. And she was super nice. Man, I, I got to see that. that now. I know. I can't wait to see it. When it's on Netflix. <laughs> you think okay, we'll get right? a screener for that one. Oh, we'll get a screener for <laughs> Hustlers. I'm going to watch yeah. it around Christmas time. <laughs> and I'll take a I'll take a still sh- a shot of the screen and send and it to you. And your credit, Please. yeah. Oh. Uh, but you said you're doing a live show in LA right now? Yeah, just one night. Oh, cool. Oh. Yeah. With uh, all my characters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh God. Uh, you're you- Gary Busey. I, you play all of his teeth, which I think is <laughs> a tour de force. Has this show happened yet? No, it's next week. Okay, I've done it great. a bunch in New York because mm-hmm. it, it was an idea that I've had that I've wanted to pitch. And uh, hopefully someday it'll be a live special oh, somewhere. Yeah. What's that the name was the of idea. it? I don't know. I mean, I just oh. call it like, I, I don't really all have right. a name for it if I have. Glazer. 
work in progress. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. I just called it John Glazer's coming to town. Uh-oh. Picture me on a jet ski from yeah. my honeymoon. But I don't know what it would be called. But this is, I'm just, yeah, I'm just sort of still figuring it out. But mm-hmm. I did it a bunch in New York. Mm-hmm. It involves someone else. Like the concept is that I cancel and whoever I get like a big name to host it, like they were just going to come and introduce me and go watch. Uh-huh. And then they get roped into being the MC for this Cavalcade of characters. Oh, <laughs> Doubling down. I think on that's characters. the name of it. Cavalcade of characters. Yeah. So who'd you well, get to do it in Netflix New York? Show, right? The characters. Ugh, what a bad name. Oh, I don't think I. Oh, saw on that. Netflix. I no, think so. It was a while ago. Oh, Some of them so were really, really good. Shows. Like yeah. Paper Lant did one that was really awesome, mm-hmm. and John Early's was really funny. Just a bad name for a series. Yeah. But yeah. some of the people doing it were super funny and uh-huh. some cool conceptual uh-huh. ideas yeah. for them. But uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So who'd you get to do it in New York? Scott Adsit did it. Oh, oh great. And Adam Scott's going to do it here. Oh, that's oh, great. great. Yeah. That's great. It'll be pretty fun. He's, it's a really fun. A really nice he guy. seems perfect for that. Yeah. He's great. And we've known each other for years ah. from Second City in mm-hmm. Chicago. Oh. He lives in New York. Um, mm-hmm. Ah. But yeah, so we'll see. I like it. I think it's funny. I mean, I was doing it in New York just to even make sure that I even liked it. Right. Because yeah. I thought this could easily be like a, ooh, boy. Right. I don't <laughs> think it is, but I hope right, not. Right, right, I saw when Kevin Dorf and I were having, because uh, I think I would say that a lot at Conan, right? Ooh, boy. Ooh, boy. Shitty stuff. Yep. And we saw some, you know, like some dudes on those scooters that you got in L.A. Right. And he, oh, yeah. And Dorf called it an, an oh, boy mobile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. That was pretty good. <laughs> you guys don't have those in New York? Are they banned? I don't think they are in New York. Okay. Not that I've noticed. There was a uh, they sunset. Will be crazy. Soon. Just like ride them and then just I throw know. them on the ground. It's like it's garbage. Insane. He said there's like kind of almost like Vespa like bikes. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's, they he, have, that yeah. sounds Brooklyn. fun. Yeah. yeah. I think they're electric He's been using scooters. Those. They're electric yeah. scooters. I forgot it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they have. But that's at least like an actual. You're right. Motorized vehicle that you They're ride a little more substantial. Like, to some annoying scooter. Or it's on the sidewalk and then it's like, yeah. it, I don't know. Yeah, you have to park it somewhere. You don't just ride a scooter right. and throw it on the ground and there's right. piles of them. <laughs> I saw one literally just thrown on someone's lawn this morning. Oh Dorf said there was Behind one just house. under his car. <laughs> Weird. You have to. You need those mirror those uh, mirrors on sticks now before you back. I think out. I did a coffee table book about this actually. You did, or it was like badly discarded. Oh, oh, oh. E scooters, and it was like in oh, in man. an old man's bowl of soup. <laughs> <laughs> they the first time we saw them was in San Diego, and that city it's the Wild West down there. They're just. I think they were like, yes, we want yeah. scooters here. Oh, no God. no attempt to ban them or anything. They're awful. It is the Wild yeah, West. They're not good. Anyway. So you yeah. wouldn't move to L.A. is what you're saying. I don't know. I mean, it's like <laughs> you've, a, you've mentioned it a few times. We've talked about it constantly, right. my wife and I, and sometimes I feel like. I is she the in the window. biz? She's not. Hmm. She's totally open to it. She is. Yeah. And you have kids. I mean, that's a mm-hmm. giant. That yeah. is a It's different move. from obviously being a single rat that can just move around the country. Yeah. I don't know. At this point, I think we might be too entrenched right. in mm-hmm. New York with right. kids and schools and right. friends and my wife the co-op. and her. Yes. Oh, God. We don't do that. We tried it. <laughs> oh. It's the worst. We tried the co-op, too. God but my damn. wife is like- I love the idea of it. The, Bro- yeah, I love the, idea. the Brooklyn like, yeah. food co-op it's a great we're talking idea. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Park what, Slope food oh, co-op. Oh, yeah. my God. It's famous. It's, it's yeah. one of the few in the country that's, you know, 
been going for 30 oh. or 40 years. But me, I, yeah, I, I like the idea of it. We tried it. I did it. And right away, I'm like, no. Me too. Mm-hmm. Like it's a because place of the other oh. people. And the, Price check on the uh, oh. Israeli yogurt. Like it's oh. just like just the everything's <laughs> and all the people there, super yeah. annoying. It's not, you know, I tried to do one of the shifts where I could just put headphones on right. and stock the shelves. Right. That, I would be happy be to be myself. in the warehouse or yeah. like, yeah. I, I'd be there at six in the morning and- Stack. I'm I'm in this refrigerated area stacking eggs, and then I'm like, uh, uh, we don't know what's on the show today, <laughs> and I'm here stacking dozens of oh, eggs. I'm like, so this funny. doesn't. But my wife was like, oh, we're gonna. Jo- I'm joining the co-op. I said, that's great. Have fun. How much? And how she, many hours whole, do you have to put in? Well, I I thought she could join as an yeah. individual. No, the oh. whole, you. It's your. Yeah, team. you yeah. both have to do shifts. Mm. My wife. I was it. outraged did both of our shifts after a while because I just oh. like I can't do it yeah you have to do it also that actually what you just said you're allowed like, to pretend you're to allowed be to do me. that yeah if if <laughs> if, oh. if, if put one on person mask. does the family doing characters all the family shift you can do that oh wow because mm. some people I think have their kids do it if they're Ugh. old enough Oh. Now you're wondering why Cynthia didn't offer to do that exactly. for you. <laughs> not, not in a million years. I but she tried, my up. wife, and then it just became too much yeah, and yeah, too yeah, annoying. Yeah, yeah. 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 But your thing about like filling like bags of olives or whatever and thinking about the show made me think of a funny story that Tommy Blacha yes. uh, told me. Like just the whole, and we would always joke about like just the ridiculousness of our jobs. And right. When, we were, when the show was in reruns and we'd all get these stacks of residuals. Right. And like, Tommy was a, a writer. Tommy was a writer night. on the show. Mm-hmm. And granted, really they were like stacks of you know, 25 cent checks, but it's still money. Yeah. Right. Um, and you would always joke like when the revolution happens, we're the first to go. Oh, but people get people you know, are getting money for doing nothing. For they, doing residuals. for doing something they they did a, like a, done four anything. months Shit. ago. Yeah, yeah. And, and even was, what they did the first time is questionable. <laughs> and now they're getting checks for it because well, it repeated somewhere. But there were several things along those lines, like like just the importance of what we're doing and how ridiculous it is. Right. Do you remember the thing where um, someone filled that condom with diet coke and then? tied it to the ceiling <laughs> and it literally hung there for months oh. and months and it just eventually like syrup started slowly dripping through it and it was right. just these stalactites right and it was just so, so condoms vi- are it was not good totally it, well, watertight it sounds like if you if you this took this took months it broke down. if you're it wearing it for several months it will start to leak yeah. but somebody and it was around the time of one of those pending writers guild strikes that right. someone's idea that we should Someone should make a drawing of that condom hanging from the ceiling right. and then with like a Ghostbusters circle through it. <laughs> and then we'd all wear those T-shirts on the picket line. <laughs> more money for this. Right, exactly. We get paid more than teachers was always uh, the joke. Uh, no, it was. But Blotch's thing was how yeah. like lawyers mm-hmm. might wake up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night. Yeah. Like, oh, I forgot that key piece of evidence for this murder case right. to get my client off. He's He's innocent. Right. And we would wake up, and or he would say he'd wake up similarly in a cold sweat, like, oh, I forgot to order the clown wig. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it was the same urgency because <laughs> right. you'd get in trouble if yes. you're like, well, where's the, yeah. oh, just the stupid. Because there was rehearsal the next yeah. day at 10 a.m. And it's like, oh, wow. If I didn't order yesterday, we're not going to get it. No wig, yeah. guys. You know, and everyone's mad at you. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah. Oh, your rehearsals were at elevated. 10 a.m., so everything no. basically had to be written the night before. I tried. I was trying to add drama oh. to the story. <laughs> no, it was never. By the time I left, it was starting to, I think, crack down a Creep. little bit. I used but to show up at like 11, 11.30 that first year. Right. It was awesome. 
It yeah, started but, to be a little more like be in by ten, please. Yeah. Or there would be morning rehearsals mm-hmm. for like run throughs. Yeah, yeah. Without Conan early. and Andy, right, right. Where you try that to early? Yeah, I don't remember that. Maybe I was gone. Yeah, man, and I was long gone. It was the good days. Man, oh man, the second five, bad the second five. Yeah, years. I love bad stories seed. like the condom thing. Where I, I mean, some of the things I've heard are harrowing about your offices. Yeah, like the well, just ta- the cleanliness of it. Oh my well, god. Well, yeah, we would we would throw things up and break ceiling tiles. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had all these. And the in people this would just come back room. and fix it, right? Well, Blotch and McCann were always like, they throw food like, up there. Why do we have, oh there's a mouse! Right. And then he'd throw food. <laughs> he'd throw food in the at ceiling. where the mouse was. <laughs> he'd be like, there's a mouse, throw this leftover food yeah. at it. And he would like shove pies. I'll kill it with this hamburger. Oh, God. But damn. in these holes in the ceiling, like they would just ball food up and whip it up into the hole. So there were, <laughs> there were we months of food mice? up there. Oh God! I th- see, I think this is what I imagined. It was disgusting. When yeah. I thought about being a comedy writer, right. I envisioned like a room full of bean bags where everyone was just throwing Cheetos at each other. But then I started, and it wasn't that. But right. it actually was at one. It point. was oh there. It was me and Tommy share. Tommy Blotch and I shared an office. The music department used to get all these CDs, just, this is terrible, from bands that are trying to get on the right. show. And they yeah. all end up in just a bin. Like right. 90% of them would just like, right. maybe, I don't even know if they listened to them. Right. But there was a huge bin of just CDs. And you bands. and Tommy listened to all of them? Oh, yeah. Oh. We gave oh it a fair God. shot. No, we, yeah. we would <laughs> just take them. Yes. And we had like the way our, we had a couch in our office and then the front door to our office would kind of open, but then it would stop against the uh, arm of the couch and it would form like this triangle of space between the wall, <laughs> the door and the arm of the couch. And then Blacha, we would just take these CDs and we would stand on one corner of the office and then whip them as hard as we could against the wall, just for the joy of yeah, seeing it smash. Right. And it just so they'd hit, sh- sh- you know, shatter everywhere. But the bulk of it would just fall onto the ground. And we did this for years, and it was maybe two to three <laughs> feet high of just shards of plastic CD, you know, CDs, the yeah. cases, and then and, and we just called it Bin CD Corner. Oh. <laughs> That's right. That is it was a massive pile. It and didn't some awful. of them like stick into the oh, wall yeah. like like a knife? I mean, we were just destroying yeah. the wall. Yeah. The wall was all beat up. Mm-hmm. There was, yeah, jagged edges stuck Probably in there. Probably yeah. leaching touch. chemicals into the- Oh my we, God. It was- We also had a bowling so ball on the floor. For, for No one knows how it got, but so- yeah. Yeah. People would just pick the bowling ball up. Like if there was someone they didn't like on the floor below, they'd figure out where their office was <laughs> oh and start God. throwing the. Oh, I wish we had that now. I know. You know what I think that one big difference is. Uh, one difference is you had you three writers oh. and two writers. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I hired bankers. No, but but uh, you had three people jammed into a, a room smaller yeah. than this, mm-hmm. and you you kind it's of just room. would go yeah. crazy. So now I think it was just the people. We're all like, we're all people. just like <laughs> everyone was idiots mental. and obnoxious. Yes, and like to amuse ourselves. Yes, and and not write children's Bin drawings. C- oh, Jesus, it was like, what do I do? <laughs> write uh, Al Roker children's drawing, or give me a new bin of CDs. You go for the CDs <laughs> every time. I remember, didn't I? I wore a shirt and I wrote extracting de Siemens. That was like one of those shitty SAT analogy punchlines. Yes. That was maybe my mo- the worst thing I think that I thought we ever did. Extracting yes. and that was a t-shirt. A- that was an actual yes. quote unquote joke. Yes. That made like, the show? That was on an SAT yeah. analogy. Like oh. yeah. blankety blank is to is to 
something that rhymes with Siemens as blankety blank is to extracting the Siemens. <laughs> that was an actual fucking thing. And now, and now a t-shirt. And now a t-shirt. Well, I wrote it on, on a shirt and wore it my last day. Or maybe I wore it and then took photos of everyone's desk oh, and then, and then sent great. it to you guys or something like that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. It was a volume business. That's exactly, yeah. I think Conan's thing was always like, it's the the fuel that fuels the weird the weird rocket ship. Right, right. You got to have mm-hmm. the fuel. Right. And I was always like, no, you don't. Just have the fuel be weird. Yeah. <laughs> but people ask me that all the time. Like, don't you worry about running out of ideas because it's every day and you just don't because there's so many people there. Right. But it is Yeah, volume. I mean, not, not everyone has a great idea every day. No. Right. But sometimes- Never. It's nice to also not have to worry about that. Yeah. Co- sometimes never. <laughs> sometimes Coden, people have. I'm speaking to, for myself. Coden said there was a writer who came and said, you know what? Ah, I, I'm burned out. I want to leave. And and then said, I've been burned out for nine months. Like <laughs> just admitted, like basically I haven't been working for nine months. Yeah. Here, you know, but you, yeah, there's a whole team. So you could maybe. Yeah. You, you hopefully don't, your burnouts don't. Uh, align so that you can kind of each take a burnout. Right, exactly. Week. Yeah. Well, the I don't know what it's like now, but the schedule was really great. You know, the built-in vacation schedule. Right. Yeah, yeah. There was a fair amount of them from what I remember. And they were spaced out. They mm-hmm. were nicely spaced. Yeah, you knew when they were coming. You yeah. could plan, and that was always pretty great. Now there are even more weeks there now. <laughs> <laughs> Almost more vacation than work. Exactly. Wow, sounds good. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. <laughs> what have I done? Maybe I'll come back. Come on yeah, back. Come on. You're welcome anytime. We'll bring children's drawings back just for you. Oh, Jesus. Well, and we'll put in a good word for you uh, for Conan's podcast, too. Yeah. I don't want to do it now. No, yeah, I man. think you shouldn't. No, thanks. Yeah. Pass. I think you should pass. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We're used to that. So. <laughs> You're not going to top this. Ah. We do. <laughs> yeah, we are out of time. We're out of time already. Wow, we're, this oh, is I crazy. Know. But you can come back anytime. Yes, anytime you want. Anytime two. you're in LA. All right. Yeah. Or, you know, sometimes we're in New York. We'll come That's out to right. Brooklyn, we, we, yeah. build a studio. That'd be great. We'll you could do some though. of your characters for us. <laughs> characters in the park. They could lead to bits. Well, I hope we get to see your that live show at some point. Yeah, that'll and be exciting. Sold out here, sorry. Yeah. Okay, well. But yeah, I hope, yeah, hopefully, I hope everyone gets to see yeah, it someday. that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, no, I know. And also Hustlers, when, when the screener comes. Yes, come. when the screener comes. <laughs> Jay Glay. J-G-L-A-Y. Let's we'll get it trending. Let's get that out there. Get it trending on Twitter. Let's do that. Why don't you have a Twitter account? You just don't want to do it. I just hate also. Social media is the worst. I'm on Instagram. You're making phone calls. It can be fun, but Twitter I just never join. You're old school. I can't do it. That's good. It's not good. I can't do it. I mean, in my opinion. No, no, it's yeah. it's awful. If yeah. you can stay away, do it. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you, John. John, really thanks nice for having me. This is great seeing you. Bye. Too. Bye. Bye. Well, that was John Glazer. It still was John Glazer the whole time. And uh, we doing characters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and next week we're going to have um, a former head writer. Of the Conan show. Of Late Night. Uh, John, Jonathan Groff. Jonathan Groff. And when he shortens his Is that name, a J-O-H-N? It's J-O-N. Oh, it also is also, also J-O-N. J-O-N. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Groff will be here next week. We're the only podcast bringing you these scoops. Yep. This inside spelling so, of writers' names. <laughs> we'll see you next week with another J-O-N. Bye-bye. We like you. 
Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast, is hosted by Mike Sweeney and me, Jesse Gaskell. Produced by Kevin Bartelt. Engineered by Will Beckton. Mixed by Ryan Connor. Supervising producer is Aaron Blaird. Associate producer, Jen Samples. Executive produced by Adam Sachs and Jeff Ross. Jeff team, Ross. Jeff Ross at Team Coco. And Colin Anderson and Chris Bannon at Earwolf. Thanks to Jimmy Vivino for our theme music and interstitials. You can rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. And of course, please subscribe and tell a friend to listen to Inside Conan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or whatever platform you like best. Ta-da! This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf.